You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 39. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Matters Podcast, where we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you. And this one, this one matters. You know, I'm going to stop saying that because I know that you know that they all matter. Sometimes, sometimes I do feel like I need to convince you that they matter. And this one... This one might not seem super relevant right on its face. It might not seem like it's super relevant to fitness really specifically. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately, how a lot of our topics, they've really been kind of veering into very life coachy sort of topics, which is apropos. I am actually, I have signed up to become a life coach. This is very exciting news for me and not what the point of today's podcast at all, but I'm, I'm super excited about it. And because it's so much on my mind and because what we talk about about is, you know, fitness all the time or what I do is fitness all the time. I always see the relevance, but sometimes sometimes it's not super clear. Here's here's what we're talking about today. Let me tell you the topic. We are talking about feelings and the urge to sing that song from the 70s, whoa 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 feelings is so strong in me, but also I don't want to get any kind of, I don't know, copyright strike or something. I I did not get permission to sing that song on this podcast, so I don't want to sing it and accidentally, you know, muddle the message because it gets pulled off of YouTube or I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know how that would work. I don't want to get sued over it. How about that? <laughs> but if you know that song... <laughs> I know you're singing it now. It's going to be in your head all day long. And you're welcome. You guys, here's the thing about feelings. Feelings matter. Feelings are super important. Feelings are, feelings are a huge part of fitness. And I know that, I know that if you are, if you're kind of new to this thought work that we do around here, that it might not seem super fitness related. But here's the thing about feelings. We have them, <laughs> whether whether you want to or not. You have feelings. And the chain of the chain of command here with the way things unfold in your life is that things happen. Something happens out in the world, maybe even to you, but but things happen. And the thing in and of itself is completely neutral. It's, it's a thing, you know, a tree falls in a forest kind of a thing. But then, but then we have a thought about that thing. And that thought creates a feeling. And our feelings, they seem, they seem soft. They seem like maybe we shouldn't pay attention to them. They seem like things that we should just shove down and ignore. But your feelings drive your actions. This is such a critical piece of information. We talked a couple weeks ago about how your thoughts cause your feelings. And therefore, we've understood that part of the chain of events, that your thoughts cause your feelings, that your feelings don't exist in a vacuum. They don't come from, directly from, the thing that happened, that your feelings are always caused by your thoughts. But the reason that this is so, so, so critically important is because your feelings then drive your actions. Or, and this is sometimes what's most important to us, your 
in action. My friends, if you have any any desire to get any sort of a fitness goal, whether you call it a goal or not, but if you want something for yourself fitness-wise, there needs to be some action in there at some point, some kind of action. And here's the thing, if you are having feelings, which we all are, you can't help yourself. We have thoughts, therefore we have feelings. When you are having feelings that are not driving the actions that you want to be taking or the actions that you know you need to take in order to get the results that you want, the the thing that's gumming up the works is the feelings, the feelings that you are having. Now, the way that we get the actions and the results is by going all the way back to the root, is by going to the thought. But here's what you need to understand about that. You can change your thoughts. I mean, let's let's actually just start with that. You can change your thoughts. Like this is this is a legitimate thing that you need to know. You can change your thoughts. But sometimes, sometimes we try so hard to change our thoughts because of the way the thoughts sound. Like, oh, this sounds good. I'm going to tell myself, I feel confident and beautiful. But but even even try that on right now. I feel confident and beautiful. How does that make you feel? Well, doubtful for me sometimes, to be honest. I feel confident and beautiful sounds lovely. It seems as though that thought should drive the action of exercising every day, eating the right number of calories, taking care of yourself, managing your stress, sleeping well, all those kinds of things that you want to do to be healthy and have a great long life. But if that thought that you are changing doesn't actually create a feeling that's going to drive those actions, then changing your thoughts isn't really doing you a whole lot of good. When you change your thoughts, when you are thinking about changing your thoughts and you are working on changing your thoughts, you need to pay attention to your feelings. Now, here's the thing about feelings. I actually came at feelings from the other direction. I paid zero attention to my thoughts most of my life. Like, like I made it, I made it well into my forties by noticing my actions, noticing my results, and not really understanding or paying attention to or hearing or, or trying to manage in any manner my thoughts. What I noticed, what I've always noticed is my feelings. I have been aware of my feelings from a very young age. I have put names on my feelings. I've been able to identify them. I can parse out very subtle differences between one and another. I'm very deeply invested in my feelings and I have a lot of them. So for me personally, I always understood that I had feelings. But I did not, by any stretch, understand that they didn't just kind of exist in a vacuum. To me, the feelings just were. They came out of nowhere and they went back to nowhere after, after they left me. I did not understand the chain of command. I had no idea for the longest time that my feelings didn't come from 
the nether <laughs> or, or the things that were happening, but in fact that they were coming from my thoughts. And I really, really, really didn't know that my feelings were driving my actions. And I think that this is what happens to a lot of us. We, we really believe even if we are super aware of our feelings, super aware of our emotions, like I have been, I'm, I'm, I would consider myself hyper aware of my emotions my whole life. And yet, when I was trying to get a new result, specifically in fitness, but also, I mean, in business, in love, in my life, in whatever, but specifically in fitness, I completely skipped the feeling step. I knew what actions I wanted to take, and I really, truly believed that all I had to do was think about the actions that I wanted to take, and that therefore I would magically then be able to take those actions and get the results, completely skipping the feeling step. My friends, that is not how it works. That is not how it works at all. When you want to drive new actions, specifically new actions towards some sort of goal in your life, something that you are excited about. You want to run a half marathon. You want to lose 20 pounds. You want to get fit and healthy and live a long life. You want to take care of your heart health, whatever, whatever your goal is. I know that you probably understand some of the actions that you need to take. I mean, generally speaking, like 99.9% of the things that we talk about, you need to fuel properly, you need to rest properly, you need to do some sort of exercise or activity. I mean, these are, these are pretty basic. There are nuances to them depending on what your exact goal is, but, but there we go. Those are the things we need to do. We need to fuel, we need to rest, we need to move. And I know that you get that. But, but yet we find ourselves magically and mysteriously, even though we're telling ourselves, we're thinking, I'm going to exercise in the morning. And yet, here comes morning and I didn't exercise. Why? Why? Why didn't I exercise? Because you were having a thought that generated a feeling that drove either action or inaction. For most of us, when we are trying to do something new, trying to create a new habit, it is inaction that's actually the problem. My friends, your inaction comes from a feeling. If I had to guess, I would say the feeling is something like maybe apathy. Those feelings, you know where they come from? Those feelings come from thoughts thoughts that you have about maybe your ability to get your goal, maybe what you'll have to do to get your goal. There are all kinds of thoughts that you might have about your goal. And the ones that you're paying attention to, the ones that you're hearing are things like, I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to get up. And I have a question for you. When you think that specific thought, we're, we're going to go with this example of I'm going to set my alarm and get up early and exercise in the morning. What does that feel like? Like sit in it for a minute. Think that thought. I'm going to set my alarm and get up early. For me, I have to be honest with you because I'm always honest with you. (laughs) I don't like setting an alarm. I wake up super early in the morning. I get up at four o'clock in the morning without an alarm. 
my my body my body has become accustomed to it don't don't get me wrong here my body has become accustomed to it my husband sets his alarm so there is some some noise in the house i'm not waking up completely you know in the void of it's dark it's quiet nobody else is awake i have i have the ability to wake up without an alarm because of other things also but I don't like the idea of setting an alarm. I don't, I don't like waking up to an alarm. It's not my favorite feeling. It doesn't sound exciting. And when I use the word early, there's that subtle nuance of, oh, I'm not going to get enough sleep. I'm going to be tired all day. I'm not going to enjoy that. This isn't going to be fun. This is outside my norm. I don't like anything about this. Huh. It's weird how, how all of those, all of those underneath thoughts then generate a feeling of avoidance, not desiring to do that, feeling resistance or apathy or dislike. Well, no wonder it's hard to get up when you set that alarm to get up early. No wonder the thought that you're having is creating a feeling. And that feeling is driving action or inaction. So here's the thing, my friends. When you, when you come at this from the goal standpoint, you know what your goal is. You know what you want. You probably know what your actions need to be. Like we said, there, there's certain things that you are very likely to do to get any kind of a fitness goal. Those actions come from your feelings. So when you want some action in your life, you want to wake up early. For example, I mean, we're going to stick with this one. If you want to wake up early, what do you suppose would get you out of bed? What do you suppose would feel like an ability to get up and exercise? I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm always guessing when I talk to you about your feelings, your thoughts, your actions. You guys, every example I ever give you is, is me guessing. You, you might listen to this and be like, well, that doesn't really ring true for me. And that's totally fine. The process still works, whether the words that I'm using and the feelings that I'm throwing at you and the thoughts that I'm throwing at you totally apply to you or not. But I'm guessing that in order to get you out of bed in the morning, you probably need to feel excited. You probably need to feel enthusiastic. You probably need to feel maybe determined. And then once you pick that feeling, let's go with determined. I actually really like determined. I am, I, I frequently find feeling determined to drive some very good actions. I'm, I'm thinking really specifically of recording this podcast. <laughs> I, I had a, quite a few things on my to-do list today and I was starting to think thoughts that made me feel overwhelmed. And then I realized that the best way to simply get through this list was to feel determined to get through the list. And so therefore I sat down and I, I had a thought that I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen one way or another. That feeling or that thought drove a feeling of determination. You know what? I am determined to get this done. And you can actually sometimes, this is a bit to the aside, but sometimes 
Sometimes in order to generate a feeling, you can simply have the thought that tells yourself that you have that feeling. I feel determined. (laughs) It's a perfectly lovely thought because that is what I'm thinking. And that is generating a feeling of determination. And weirdly, not weirdly, (laughs) that feeling of determination is why I am standing here recording this podcast right now. It's perfectly okay to have a thought that simply states how you want to feel. But you need to know how you want to feel. You need to know if you're coming at it from the goal side of it. You need to know what feeling is actually going to drive the actions that you want to take. Skipping out on the step of the feeling is, it's a fast way to not do what you say you want to do. When you can take that moment to think a thought and simply listen for the feeling that it conjures up, it's going to change how you go about doing the things that you do. So often we simply think that telling ourselves we're going to perform an action is enough. It is not. (laughs) You're telling yourself, I mean, you could do that all day. I'm sure you have experience with this. I don't feel like I need to prove this part of my point (laughs) that, that telling yourself you're going to do something simply does not make that thing happen. Or it might make that thing happen for a short amount of time, but over time you will lose steam and you will stop performing that action. The reason that the action stops getting performed is because of the feelings you are having. My friends, there are so many reasons to pay attention to your feelings. In fact, there are there are so many reasons to pay attention to all of the feelings that you have that this is not going to be the the final word in in feelings for this podcast. There are there are plenty more things that I have to say about it, but I wanted to give you this very practical advice today that is specifically related to getting your goal and finding a feeling that's going to generate the actions, that's going to drive the actions that's going to get you the results that you're looking for. When you don't know how you want to feel, it leaves you open to to thinking whatever you would naturally think or to thinking things that that sound good on their surface, but that still aren't getting you the results that you're looking for. Considering your feelings as part of this equation, your thoughts are part of it, your actions are part of it, your results certainly part of it, but your feelings right there near the top of the chain of command need to be a big part of your thought process and your decision-making process. How do you want to feel? This is such a good question to ask yourself in general. I mean, this is something that we might even ask ourselves when we're talking about our goal. Like, how do you want to feel when you reach your goal? How do you want to feel when you have gotten what you are aiming for? That's part of this process too. Your feelings drive so much of what you do. We actually talked about this a long, long, long time ago 
on a Let's Run podcast before it was the Fitness Matters podcast when I had kind of a different understanding of how this all worked. And I, I still, I still stand by that podcast and I still stand by how, how it works. And let me, let me actually summarize that podcast for you really quickly. It was how to set and smash your goals. I'm going to refer you to listening to it because it is such an important, it's an important step on this journey to, to think about things like this. I talked about this theory of the elephant and the rider and about how your conscious brain, your upper brain that makes plans and wants to do things, how you, you can set yourself goals, but what is actually driving your actions is the elephant, which is your subconscious. Well, but here's, here's the part of that step that I didn't understand at the time. My understanding at the time was that your subconscious simply has feelings. The, the thought model is the same, that your feelings are driving your actions and then your actions are going to get you results. But you have so much more control over those feelings than I realized at the time. That theory of the elephant and the rider is, is appropriate for lots of us. But there's also a way that you can direct your elephant a little bit more than I realized at the time. It's being really deliberate about your thoughts. And the way to be deliberate about your thoughts is to understand that your thoughts create your feelings and then your feelings drive your actions. Paying attention to all of your thoughts, even the unpleasant ones, the underlying ones, the ones that you would rather shove down and pretend like they don't exist. Those thoughts are actually what's driving the elephant. Those thoughts, those ones that you don't want to be paying attention to, are what we would refer to as the subconscious. When you are willing to listen to those thoughts also, to listen to your doubts, to pay attention to all the little other thoughts that creep up when you have a thought like, I'm going to set my alarm early in the morning. That's when you can really take control of deliberately creating a feeling in yourself. It's a different way of approaching things. The elephant and the rider, honestly, I've had great success with that. It's why I talked about it in that podcast. I had fantastic success with that method. And I will tell you that this same method, but different method (laughs) of thinking about intentionally creating feelings is possibly even more efficient. And it is amazing to me as somebody who is studying my own behavior and my own results and my own feelings and my own thoughts. I, again, for the longest time, did not realize how much control I have over my feelings. When you start examining all of your thoughts and start deliberately creating new feelings in yourself, you can drive the actions that you want to get your results. It is, it is phenomenal 
what you are capable of creating when you take the time to pay attention to your feelings. Whoa, 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 feelings. (laughs) Still not going to sing it. My friends, my friends, what feelings are you having right now? Because I know you're having thoughts. I know you're having lots of thoughts about the things that I have said. And it's probably generating some kind of feeling. Pay attention. Pay attention to the connection there. You're thinking a thought and it's creating a feeling. That feeling that you are creating right now, what action is it likely to drive in you? Hopefully it will at least drive the action of leaving me a comment because I'd love to hear you guys. I always want to hear what this brings up for you. Thank you so, so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. Mm